There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm Brown & Crouppen sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPNT-FM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you're listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Munganass, St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Timothy Michael McKernan, Douglas Selvin Vaughn, the Plowhawk, Kenneth Iggy Strode, Action Jackson with you. Come on in, the water's warm. 314-881-TMA5. The EDF group text inbox. Call in 636-9004-TMA and email in for our design air, heating and cooling. Email the day, the morning after at InsideSTL.com and Doug, this is the one you wanted because John Denton will join us coming oh. up at 9 o'clock uh, to talk about these Cardinals who are coming Tra-la, tra-la. They've certainly got things turned around. Here we go. But now the Reds are in first place. The That's Reds have won right. nine in a row. Is that possible? It is it possible. It is correct. Uh, got Joey Votto back last night. He went yard. Home run, three RBIs. There goes your strand pickup. Yeah. It kind of feels like <clears throat> the Reds have got something going now, doesn't it? With all the young players they brought up that have played really well. and Hunter Green finally turned into that pitcher that they thought he was going to yeah. be a few years back. Yeah. The Pirates have only lost seven in a row, so the Cardinals have a chance to catch them, although we're still five games behind them. But it just feels like this is this ball club's on its way to a championship run. Nice. I mean, am I the only one that sees it? Can no one else see what's happening here? Yeah, I see a terrible. Uh-oh. I see a terrible division. I mean, again, it's not anything against the Cardinals. They just happen to play in the second worst division in baseball. I got a bone to pick. Whoa. What is that? Uh-oh, this is a Bradley Beal team. Good. Yeah. Uh, this is now back-to-back series where the home team is wearing red caps, and yet the Cardinals refuse to wear the Navy road caps. Mm. What in good God's name is going on? Wow. I didn't even notice. Yeah, this is the things I pick up on. I haven't seen it, so. I don't like their gray jerseys. <laughs> you say I'm going to be out on front. I don't like them. They're ew. They're ew? Yeah, I just, I, I think, you know, with that color palette, with the... You could do a lot more than just the the gray. Well, everyone wears gray on the road. I know, yeah. but uh, 2023, let's get with the times here. We're changing rules oh. by the year. We could probably change up the uniforms. Jackson, you said back-to-back series. They yeah. played the Mets, bro. Yeah, the Mets not talking about blue. the Mets. I'm talking about the Rangers. So back-to-back series where the, the home team is wearing red hats and the Cardinals aren't wearing navy. Oh. Well, have you called uh, DeWitt or Mo or somebody and lodged a formal complaint? Nah, they never listen. Do they, they not got... wear the powders anymore? <clears throat> On Saturday. They got more problems than their uniforms. 
What other problems have they got? Well, yeah, the roster is terrible. It is not. Well, Flaherty gave up, got a win yesterday, giving up six runs. And he... <laughs> Dougie grinded through it to get to the seventh yeah. inning, even yeah. after the first two innings of debacklery. Well, well. Yeah, at least they let him hang in there. I like to see the starters go. He got into the seventh, which really helped. And Hicks suddenly looks like a lights-out closer. When he throws it over the plate, he's tough, tough to hit. Trade piece. He's not a trade piece. He's the closer of a championship quality <laughs> ball club. Yeah, he looks. He does look really good. I'll three saves in three games yeah. in a row, right? Walker, two more hits. Yeah. He looks like the actual real deal. Is there anything this team can't do? Nice. Um, I'm not going to sit here and listen to you poor mouth this squad. Tra la 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 la. Three in a row. It is. <laughs> Longest winning streak of the year, I think. Tra la 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 la. Right up there. Got to start somewhere. Yep. Oh, I bet Moselock's in his smoking jacket, you know, sipping on like a 1922 red Merlot. Oh. He just popping. <laughs> well, I mean, Be it bodes well. I mean, they're beating teams that are almost as bad as they are, but <clears throat> they've been losing to crappy teams all year, so maybe this is a good sign. Yeah. Doesn't matter who you beat, just pile up the wins. Imagine this team in a five-game series, though. That's you what sh- this team has done all year is pile up the Ws. They've got 30 of them, though. 30. They're 3-1 and one on this 11-game trip. Yes. Yeah, if it was like the beginning of May, we're like, oh, this is awesome. Trending up. The arrow's pointing upward. Good morning. If we win 13 more in a row, we will qualify as a mediocre team. That's from Nate, and he's in Tallahassee. That is and exactly Doug. right. I like how you use we. Darren, how do you know how Hicks looks good if you never watch the games? That's from Todd Reesing. Doug, he was sacked in the end zone at Arrowhead Stadium in 2007. I think Doug said he looked good. I don't think Plazzi said that. I said he does look good. Let me tell you something about technology. <laughs> when Hicks throws a ball, I'm telling you, that's not the only time you see him throwing a ball. And that throwing of the pitch yeah. is on several different, you know, media outlets. You can go on Twitter. You can look at the highlights. Look, in the morning when I get up, I go to the box score and it says game recap. I can watch every highlight. Of the game. Mm-hmm. I hate how you have to I don't have need zero to watch the ground to outs. I don't need to watch the fly outs. I don't need to watch the strikeouts. You get all the runs produced. And if there's a good play, like a diving play, they'll show that. So This is on YouTube you watch this? I don't know what it is. If I go to MLB scores and it comes up and it says game recap. If I'm at my house sitting on my ass at 630 every night watching this ball club. Hey. You can call me a diehard fan, but y'all can call me a loser. Hey, come on now. Come on now. That's a bit on Front Street. Let's go out a little bit. You know, go get a a Mexican dish and, you know, maybe some some dancing. Get a Mexican dish instead of watching the Cardinal Ball Club? Do something. If you have to watch every pitch, every second of every game to have any sort of opinion, I can imagine the sports talk all the time. That Wednesday we went to the game. I mean, I was enjoying myself talking to some of our listeners, and the guy watching that game was good. Signing, posing. (laughs) I like that. Uh, Todd Reesing is back. He says, so you watched the whole ninth inning. I don't know who this is directed to, Doug, but it's from Todd Reesing, quarterback to Kansas. He's not happy for I want crap. I have a life, bro. You're going to get a dog on a hike and stuff, man. And you're going to get a Mexican dish rather than watch the game. Yeah. Look, I made some boneless pork steaks. Stop saying look before you say something. <laughs> I watched, uh, I watched uh, Outlander, and then I got the game recap, and I pretty much saw as much as everybody else did. Look, you got to watch the whole game if you're going to get a feel for the flavor of the ball club. There is no flavor. There's a 
flavored E. You can't expect the boys to watch the Redbirds when there's Gossip Girl and Blacklist that ain't going to watch itself. That's mm. from KG, and he's in O-Town. Yeah. And Doug will be in studio next week. Look, I just saw <laughs> Lord Marcus kiss his stepmom. And also, at the same time, Dan and Serena are now officially broken up. So it is an emotional section I am in on the show. But that's not it. It's just, you know, I have things to do. I'm not going to sit down and watch that. show like 30 years old. Yeah, it's about 15. What happened to Dan and Serena? No, what did happen to them? He's, alert. he's kind of an elitist, and she's in that upper crest, you know. Obviously, she's, you know, that Upper East Side fame. The yeah. Vanderwoodsons are obviously... You know, her mom is a powerhouse, and now her mom is obviously mar- married to Bart Bass, who is, you know, a mogul. So, um, yeah, he just uh, was always, you know, kind of pretentious on the, you know, the lifestyle that she lives in. And, you know, they live in two different worlds, so okay. love it wasn't enough, and yeah. it was disappointing. But nonetheless, yeah, Hicks looks great, so... What happens to Plowsy's voice when he tells off the listeners? It's like he gets higher and joins a street gang all of a sudden. Doug, that's from Arbor Day. Wonderful holiday. Are you in a street gang? I am not in a street gang, Doug. The dude who watches Wheel of Fortune in the local news every night is calling people who watch the local baseball team losers. The self-awareness is great this morning. That's from the Loomster. It's the longest French ride. Angie just won 72 grand. And right. at the final puzzle, yeah. Isn't that over? Uh, Wheel of Fortune? It's, I think, Sajak's done after this year, but I don't know what yeah, they're going to do. I think Vanna White retired, too. I remember I interviewed her once from the dressing room. <laughs> okay, here we go. All right. What happened? She, she hit know. on you, probably. <laughs> yeah, I was writing for the Suburban Journal at the time, and I wanted to interview Vanna White because she was just starting, and she was, like, gorgeous, and everybody was mm-hmm. talking about her. She was in Playboy there. Probably. Yeah, so I called NBC, and uh, they hooked me up with the interview, and I just... They rang me into her dressing room. She was getting her makeup on when I was doing the interview. Right before the show? Yeah. And she agreed to do an interview? Yeah. Right before she steps out? No, she was new. She didn't know. She didn't know that this article was going to basically no one, and no one knew who I was. Oh, was she nice? She was very nice. Was she? How was your article? You still have it? Yeah, was it good? I don't even... Does Suburban Journal still around? Doug? Uh, I don't think so. No, that's, a, that's a huge I haven't seen mess, it in a while, though. if it is. Yeah, maybe Swope can find it. Freeze like a cat. Uh, is it the Sur- Suburban Journals of Greater St. Louis? Yeah, there was uh, a North County Journal, a Suburban yeah. Journal. South County. They were free. They just throw them on your grass. Mm-hmm. Maybe Jack Wagner went to the Suburban Journal as well. Now they have, I think, more localized. They have, like, the Kirkwood-Webster Times. And yeah, like Clayton that. News and We're throwing Jewish out names. <laughs> Doug, here's Jeff Passon on Shohei Otani. Maybe he's talking about the Cardinals getting oh. him. Yeah, this is right where he'd want to go right now. The Dodgers are going to be at the front of the line. I think the Mets are going to be in there. The Yankees should be in there. Um, well, frankly, 30 teams should be. But I think the, the vast majority know that uh, he's going to cost between 500 and $600 million and are not prepared to go out and guarantee that to just one player, even though that one player is essentially two players uh you can put the giants in there i think the mariners are at least gonna kick the tires the chicago cubs will do the same thing but uh i think in the end it's probably going to be one of the major teams on the coast yeah the the cardinals i was hoping they wouldn't because no (laughs) the the cardinals are not gonna spend five or six hundred million on a tighter purse strings and a major mark i mean couldn't you do that? Just put it on a radio station. Yeah, we're going to break down the show. Yeah. Otani, uh, possible uh, trade coming up here. Uh, let's go to Kenny Strode. Uh, the Giants, the Mets, the Dodgers, the Yankees. Uh, yeah, some of those East Coast and West Coast teams, they're pretty much in. 
play. I think the Thanks, Mariner, I think the Mariners are it. I think he goes to Seattle. Why? It's easy to say, oh, he could go to the Dodgers. I think if the, there's a team that, you know, isn't the Dodgers, and I don't think the Cubs either. I think Seattle, they did great with each row. They did great with international players. I think it's beautiful out there. And they got a young team that's pretty good. So, I, I you know, it's to me, it's on the coast. I'll wager Seattle. Dodgers. I'll wager oh. Dodgers. If I, get it. I get it. I get it. And Why would you resign with the Angels? No way. Why? Just not. You can't do that. You can't. I mean, you can't do that to yourself. If you've got unlimited money, which he does now, that's about the nicest place in the country to live, right there in Orange County. I don't disagree with the area. I just think he does love baseball enough to where he probably wants to play in a, you know, an ALCS yeah. or you know, a World Series eventually. And I highly doubt the Angels are prepared to build around him now that. You know, he's costing six times less right now than what he's going to, and they're still not building around him, I imagine. How many, how many years does Trout have left? I don't have his contract Oh, he's going to be a lifetime. You're supposed yeah. to have that up. I, I don't know. That's a lot of money there. Yeah, yeah. Is Artie Marino still on that team? I Doug believe he Gale. does, yeah. I think he does. Well, he doesn't mind spending money. No. Yeah, so Trout signed a 12-year, $426 million <laughs> deal. He signed through 2030. 20, yeah, in 2019 to 2030. So he gets 35 and a half for the next He's got a long seven way years. Yeah, that's a lot of money. That's a billion. Mm-hmm. What year? So between that and what Otani will get, which Passon says $500, $600 million, not much room for No, you can't afford else. both those guys. Although you'd probably rather have Otani than Trout. Yeah, because you, I like what Passman was saying. You get two players yeah. essentially. Man, yeah, Trout's gonna in his deals. He's gonna make like six hundred and eighteen million dollars in I, his career. I, honest, I don't think I would do it if I was the owner of a team. I would. Not. I, I wouldn't do it because as a pitcher, he's one bad pitch away from blowing out his arm. And then what do you have? Is it weird to say that it's weird that he hasn't been injured yet? And so, like, you're waiting for right when you put yeah. pen to paper, he's going to have a shoulder injury, which puts him out of the batting, and you got a whole mess. If he's out for, like, six months, even one season, that is just detrimental. Ew. How does that work <clears throat> for the Asian players? They get paid in American dollars, I'm guessing. Do they, like, keep that in American bank, or do they have to send it overseas, and what's the exchange rate? I don't have that information <laughs> either. I, I told you to I look it up. Well, you get, you get the American money. I imagine, I'm yeah, sure but then they have, have to take it home. You have to change have it into whatever their guy. money is. They have probably called Mark Hanna, and he yeah. sets it all up, yep. and if they want to wire money to their home that in was, Japan, they, a, they would do that. correct. They call 314-889-0503. Uh, Mark speaks fluent Japanese. I think he addressed uh, the Germans in Japanese. Yep. I think if he could get Otani's <laughs> account, he would <laughs> learn to speak Japanese. Evergreenstl.com is where Otani uh, met Mark and uh, <laughs> asked mm-hmm. about the exchange rate in the Midwest <laughs> <laughs> on the yen. And uh, that's how the deal got done, yeah, as a matter of fact. Happens. That was Mark Hanna. He can do the same thing for you if you're going to play baseball overseas. 314-889-0503 or go online at evergreenstl.com. He also got his car from Munganas, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. I think he worked directly with Jamie Burkhardt. Otani did. To well, get he, had his car. The, he had the secret phone number. Yeah, and that number is 314-252-0029. If you hack into Otani's phone, you'll see nothing but 314 numbers. He supports the sponsor. He does support yeah, right. the sponsor. Kelly got him <laughs> That's right. I'll be out Say there uh, July. Yeah, what do you got going on? Uh, buy a car for Mickey Day. Talk about that. July 8th? Saturday, At July 8th. 
I'm going to be at uh, St. Louis Acura. Jamie said, I'm not going to make you drive to Alton. I said, I don't care. I'll drive to Alton. Sure. Probably St. Louis Acura. Um, I did a photo shoot yesterday because oh. Jamie wanted some uh, glossies to sign. And what kind of... Oh, God. <laughs> so glossies. America. So me and Joey were out What kind of photos... Of what kind of posing did you do? <laughs> I just... Uh, Joey just... We went out. I said, I want to do it by the fountain. So I just grabbed a guitar and just kind of... Posed by the fountain. In a the guitar. air, a field and gone. You, grabbed, you took one of the uh, souvenir guitars off the hallway here? I don't know, Joey, took... Joey brought one down. And you acted like you were playing the guitar out there? I was just caressing it. Oh, for heaven's sakes. Wow. I... So I'll have some pictures out there on July 8th, and I'll buy a car from me. How many do you think you can sell? <clears throat> uh, I, I know nothing about the cars. Well, that's a bad <laughs> <door> for a <laughs> start. I know they're great. I know I drive one, so do you, so does Tim. Uh, they're beautiful cars. Oh, nice yeah. Whoops. They isn't, that, isn't that great pitch? How is it? Oh, it drives a like car. a car. Well, anyone, yeah, I mean, I'm not a salesman. If a guy comes up to me and goes, what's the powertrain on this? <laughs> what? It's a good-looking good car. Great price. Buy it. Well, now, don't berate the buyer. <laughs> is Iggy, Iggy, are you the one that like, kicked the tires and goes, oh, yeah, that's That's, that's a beauty. That's solid. You can do uh, a little research. Are they great? <laughs> The last thing's like, what kind of mileage is this kid? And what kind know. of warranty is there? You should educate yourself a little bit on the, some of the Read questions. the sticker. Do you want it? Is there any wiggle room? <laughs> That's no way to sell the car. Doug, is there any wiggle room on the price? Yeah. No, oh, what well. you see is what you get. It's already a great price. You're not going to find it any better. Imagine someone who extra. doesn't know the show and goes out to buy a car, <laughs> and they get Iggy, and they're like, this yeah. place is not What's, where a, what's the financing? Pay hey, cash. Pay uh, hey, cash and get out. You need to wear that long black trench coat <laughs> and just start yelling at people who come on the lot. <laughs> Doug, that's July 8th. July 8th. St. Louis Acura. I bet they're going to have to have a full staff <laughs> just waiting to assist Iggy. That might be the dumbest question ever asked in the history of this show. That's from Junior the Juice Man. What question is he talking about? Yeah, about the converting the uh, U.S. To, to Chinese money. Japanese, Japanese yeah. money. I'm team preppy and genie, but Otani's had Tommy John already with the Angels, so he has had a major injury already. That's from the White Collar yeah. Gangster. Well, okay, that, that, that is accurate. Doesn't I, mean you can't have another one. Wainwright's had it twice. You got to have a picture perfect career there yeah, to make that even close to worth it. Nathan it, from the East Side Alton has a question. So the 35 and 35 fourth place Mariners are a good team. Please name five people on the team you tool. Doug, who is hey. that directed at? That's oh. Nathan from the East Side of Alton. We have Robbie Ray of Julio Rodriguez. There you go. Yeah. That's all I need to hear. Three to go. Ichiro. Kiermeyer. Yeah. Griffey. Jay. Jay Bueller. <laughs> Jay Bueller. Jay Bueller. Yeah. He changed his name. Wasn't Kiermaier on Tampa last year? A-Rod. Oh, yeah. King Felix. Still with him. Oh, King Felix isn't on there anymore. But they are a good team. They were a good team right last year. They're five, 500 in baseball terms now is, is what? G- good enough. Worth 15 games under 500. Mm. And we're talking about a great surge here for this team. Is King Felix still with Seattle? He is uh, not. I think he retired. Yeah, it was years ago, probably. He got a lot of money. Him and Robinson Cano cleaned up with the Mariners. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Cano had that stint. Guys, Otani is coming to St. Louis. Lars Newtbar is his best friend, and he'll take a hometown discount to play in front of us fans. That's from the Loomster. I'm surprised he'd, he'd want any money at all to play here because our players play for the fans, not for the money. I think he just bury it 
right by the arch and just have people I mean, take it. You could give them a minimum wage contract. you got to give them something. Oh, yeah, league minimum for sure. And then you can build around with that great pitching staff you're going to pick yeah, up. Yeah, just a thrill to play here. Big old fan has been activated, and he is not happy. Stop talking with the damn mouthful. You've been on for like three minutes. You don't need a snack. And Robbie Ray hasn't pitched in months, big old fan. Oh. But he's on the club, right? So uh, big suck old it, man. <laughs> like, what? Hey. like Once you get hurt, you're DFA'd immediately? Big old fan, we've asked you to call in. Now is your time. 636-900. But he is on the team, am I correct? I don't know. Sure I don't watch a lot of Mariners baseball. I love that. Name five players. It's like, dude, I don't even watch the Cardinals. Every time the Mariners come on TV, I go out and get a Mexican dish. (laughs) All right. You know what? Where do you go? That's what Plowsy said he was doing. (laughs) Instead of watching the Cardinals. I can't see you eating Mexican food, Doug. Well, I don't eat it very often. It's not my favorite. Get the beans and rice and just load them up. No. No. Otani wouldn't come here for $800 million, though. It just probably wouldn't be the best fit. You uh, wouldn't be able to market yourself fully. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, the Dodgers make a lot of sense. Yeah. They seem to have unlimited money. The Mets just back up another Brinks truck. Yeah. Bump up their payroll yeah, to that, a billion. That owner, Steve Cohen, I think is the wealthiest owner in the league. Oh, yeah. But he may also feel a bit snake-bitten, having paid so much this offseason and gotten nothing for it. What, he spent like $800 million this this offseason? Well, you don't know if it's anything yet. They're not quite done with the season. Well, I'm, I'm sure he's not real thrilled with his uh, investment at this point. One of Jackson's links is this. The seven U.S. cities where a quarter-million-dollar salary is worth the least. Doug, can you name those seven cities? Seven cities where it's worth the least. New York. That's correct. That's actually number one. Yeah. San Francisco. San Francisco. Hold on, i got to look at my... Austin, Texas. Protecting my hand. I Austin. Not Nashville. San Francisco's got San Francisco is number three. That is correct. L.A., Los Angeles. Yeah, and then I'm, uh, Long Beach is is fifth. L.A. is four. Oh. Long, I, I feel like that's not fair. Yeah, no, it is Chicago that expensive? Chicago, I don't Chicago know. is not listed. I'm sorry. I think Washington D.C. That's correct. You know, oh, that's Boston. So we've got New York. We've got San Francisco. We've got L.A. I gave you Long Beach. Yeah. Uh, Seattle, uh, Jupiter, West Palm. No, Boston. No. Honolulu. Yes. Okay. That was the breaking ball that oh. I thought would freeze you. No, that's an expensive place. Like you had to be kind of thinking continental. Yeah. You know, that was well played. How, how many have we named? Yeah, you've got, uh, you only need one more. And I think once you get in the right uh, zone, you so will, it's uh, you'll, not knock, you'll knock that. Uh, San that Diego? Runner. There it is. Okay. Look at you. Oh, look at me now. Mark Hanna might have to bring you on board. Yeah. That's well, good, Doug. I'm so darn cheap. I know where I don't need to be. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't think 250 in Scottsdale will get you much. Doug? Well, I think it, it would get you a lot more than it would in some of those other cities. Phoenix is not as expensive as... Yeah, San Francisco LA would be San a challenge. Yeah. Uh, in Washington, D.C., the average monthly rent for a studio apartment is just over $2,300 a month. Oh. It's a studio, studio apartment. Really? Yeah, Madison's sister and her husband have lived there for quite some time, and they just bought a house in Maryland, but when they did rent, it was very much so a small, small unit. Century yeah. located, and their public transportation there is phenomenal. Yeah, the Washington area is very cool. It's gorgeous. It's cool and it's amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. just the public transportation second to none there. But yeah, their apartment was super small. Too many politicians. Well, that's where they go. I know. I think I, I'd like to 
rub shoulder to shoulder with a couple of boys. Would you? Who would you rub shoulders with? Get a couple with? of bills passed. <laughs> you think it's that? You think it's legislation. You're going to have to throw some money in their pocket. Uh, caller Buzz, who wants to be the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month for the month of June, uh, and you all can apply at tmastl.com, says, I'm coming at this big old fan. The guy is a 101 ESPN troll, uh. and he crawled out of his mother's basement and found this show. I will finger this guy so hard oh. until he apologizes to Plowsy on video. Doug, that's caller Buzz. Gosh. Let me to Buzz. Now what did you just bite into now? <laughs> what is that? I see the wild cherry a, Pepsi a in a candy bar. Yellow yeah, packaging? Gold, <laughs> golden Graham S'mores Street. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so good. That's for like It's fire, Jackson. They're fire. It looks really good. Do you eat it all before the show starts? Do you have breakfast before this starts? <laughs> Typically, I'll have two yogurts. Will you? I forgot who I read the other day. It was an actress. It starts. It was some well-known actor. I can't remember her name, but she starts every morning with two oatmeal cream pies. That's how she starts her morning. Mm. That's how Nick Saban starts. Two his morning. oatmeal cream pies. Maybe that is Saban. Maybe I did read that. Well, that's different than actress, an actress. Saban. Who cares? Sydney Sweeney said she was addicted to sugar, but that's I'm a bad addicted thing. to her. Well, hot. That didn't. <laughs> when did the second season of Euphoria start? I don't know. I did the second season. Yeah, season or third that. season. Uh, Sam Levinson's busy with The Idol. Doug, you watching The Idol with The Weekend? Uh, no. It's some type of bad. No. Oh, I heard man. it's terrible. It's weird. I heard it's terrible. How's she look? <laughs> Seacrest still doing that? You're thinking of American Idol. This is a, a new TV show with Johnny Depp's and daughter in The Weekend. Directed, oh, I, directed by the same guy who makes you for it. Oh, I saw that on Max. Yeah, it's it's rough. Looks kind of stupid. It's rough. Dear Deidre, I'm fed up seeing pictures of men's wedding tackle pop up on my wife's phone. She says she's blocked these chancers. Don't you ever heard that term, chancers? No. She says she's blocked these chancers, but I can see they are still at it. We've been happily married for 10 years, and we are both 35. We have a little boy of 8 and a daughter of 5. I have a stressful job as a psychiatric nurse and have to deal with all kinds of people. Some of them can be violent. Six months ago, I was having a particularly difficult time at work. At the same time, my wife seemed preoccupied with the kids and too tired for sex. I don't know what I was thinking, but I ended up having a sexual chat with a random woman who messaged me on Instagram. The conversation lasted 20 minutes, and then I realized I was being an idiot, and I blocked her. Since then, I haven't talked to anyone else that way. Unfortunately... My wife found the messages and threatened to kick me out of our house. Mm. A month later, I found numerous dirty texts and naked pictures on her phone. No. And I was horrified to see she was sending naked images to her ex-boyfriend as well as other random men. Oh, gosh. I confronted her, and she promised she would stop. Fast forward two months, and she's still getting explicit photographs from mm. her ex. She's made her point, and I understand I hurt her, but this is dragging on. The pictures keep coming. I'm worried the kids will see something and that our marriage is over. Deidre's got the answers. Okay, I would hope so. You've certainly got some work to do in your relationship. You both have a vested interest in getting things back on track, not least for your children. You haven't said you don't love one another. You need to start communicating again, so find a quiet moment to talk to your wife. Tell her you love her, assuming you do, and apologize for letting her down. It may open up the dialogue and will hopefully help her see that neither of you is innocent in all this mess. Suggest that you both vow to block any third party who would disrupt your family life and start to focus on one another again. This way you will reaffirm why you got together before the children were born. My support pack, cheating, 
Oh. <laughs> we'll show you where to go from here. Abroad. Iggy, is that a cuck? Nah, there's no sex involved. Not a cuck? No, you can't cuck somebody just by sending naked pictures. There you go. What's the word for that, then? I don't know. Nice. <laughs> I mean, you're not cheating. You haven't had sex. No. Really killing it. Just, well, I don't, there is no word for that. Promiscuous? Well, there, should be, promiscuous? there should be a word. Why is Deidre setting a support pack on cheating, then? Yeah. <laughs> well, these questions are tough. Oh. Well, she said she should have sent them to Tavistock. That'd be electronic cheating? No, no, it's not cheating. In my opinion, there has to be sex involved to be cheating. I mean, it's not its not a good look for you if you're married and you're sending D-pics and no, P-pics to other good. people. No. I don't think it's cheating. You haven't had sex. It's kind of like a cuck overture, though. Like, it's like leading up to a cuck. Yeah, it can be the beginning of a cuck. Yeah. It's like a pre- a premature cuck. cuck. The foot of the pull-out. <laughs> pull-out. We'll call, call that a premature cuck. It's like, got the makings. It's got the it's raw got the, materials it's got the for a good of a cuck. Yeah. It's on its way. It's got the raw ingredients. In right high now, crust. Right now it's not all it. the way there, but uh, it's got the makings of a cuck. <laughs> wow. Embryonic Why stage. is he apologizing? Why did you tell her you should apologize? Why? She's getting pictures, too. Oh, yeah. Maybe you should kick her out of the house. So the wife found the pictures on his phone of the conversation. Yeah, he was just yeah. talking to some girl. You're doing more than that. That strikes me as random. Does that happen? Like random women DM people on Instagram just to have phone sex? Is that what goes on? No, and this makes no sense. I work on a job in this. It's all made up anyway. I have a job where I have some loony tune people in there and I get stressed. So I started talking to a chick for 20 minutes and then I deleted her and I blocked her. Maybe this just all happens over the pond more than we think. He's trying to do a Tim voice there with stupid. I don't think it happens. I think it's all made up. Yes, you only spent 20 minutes talking to a girl because you felt lonely in your job, and I think you said it could be dangerous. Get some psychopaths in there that he, but he made it up. are off their meds. But she went. she's getting pictures sent to her, and she's talking dirty. It's a little different than what you did, buddy, so I'm on your side. Hunchback of On Castle says, I think most couples would consider sending nudes cheating. And he says 90% of people would consider it cheating. I think oh, yeah. so. Well, well, yeah, I, I, would agree. I would agree. I'm one of the 10%. What? Yeah, it may be cheating, but it's not a cuck cheat. Oh, well, no, but like, <laughs> I we're talking. Cuck, I thought cheating was cucking. It is. The, but there has to be some sex involved. <laughs> oh, no. Not, not if in a relationship situation. Maybe for no, cucking, that's... but not for cheating. Good morning. When Roman Roy sent a picture of his own pee-pee to his father, Logan, did he cuck his dad's side piece? Thank you. That's from Deke Dotem. Mm. Yes. So he did cuck his dad's side piece. Unintentionally. He... And he cucked Jerry. So, like... Double cucking? Yeah. That dude's all talk, though. I, I, I don't like... Yeah, I don't like Roman at all. He wasn't even dating Jerry. All he's weak. doing is jerking to her outside oh. of a door. Oh. I know. If I was an heir to, like, a billion-dollar fortune, I'd be slaying him. I would be absolutely laying them down five at a time. <laughs> five at a time. I wouldn't be sending D pics to you a seventy-year-old lawyer. Uh no. Who wants yeah. them anyway? Will you finish it already? Those, who wants those pics anyway? Now, what, what percentage of women want D pics? Less than zero. Yeah. Jackson, there could you put be up a Gallup poll real quick. <laughs> sure. Do it from the balloon party account. Yeah. No, no. the lines of anal with a virgin means you're still a virgin. Does anal mean you're not cheating? Thank you, Orson Woods Wacko. No. No, because no, it doesn't you're... mean you're a virgin either. Oh. I do love Orson Woods Wacko, but I mean once it inserts, I'm I'm out. <laughs>
You know that you're, no. not, you're not you're not cleansed. You're, you know you're not cleansed anymore. You're, cleansed. you're dirty. <laughs> so, all for it. If you, that that's one to be your first time. That is a that's a freak on a leash there. I just bought Quite a three favorite. bedroom, two bathroom walrus den in Upper Afton for two hundred eighty thousand dollars. The market is nuts. Thanks, it's from back fat. Yeah, Up, Upper Afton, overpay? the walrus den. I just watched a Lester Holt special. <laughs> On Afton? Yes, but... Sean <laughs> <laughs> Goodman. No, it was uh, Nightly News had a, a segment about how it was difficult to buy a house because of the interest rates. So now communities, areas and certain uh, communities are building, you know, rented houses. You know, building these little, mm-hmm. you know, neighborhoods, but yeah. they're all rentals. Yards, whatnot, but... Yeah. And rates are so high that the, the large percentage of the homeowners... Who bought their houses, you know, five or more years ago, are paying two and three percent on their mortgage. They they don't want to move. Right. They don't want to move and take on a seven. Low supply, mortgage. Doug, creating right. demand. And so, even though pricing went down toward the end of 2022, now the market is experiencing a a slight resurgence. But again, that's that's here's guns over here, and here's mm-hmm. butter, butter over here, and okay. then we got the supply and the demand. Yeah. Oh, the prices right now are just hilarious. So yeah, so the younger generation can't can't get in because the prices are so high. So they're building apartment buildings all over the place. Yeah, I do not want to complain, and I don't want to compare genres and say, oh, the baby boomers had it easier. Everybody had their own struggles. Genres, but, of course, meaning generations. Sorry, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but yeah, th- this is a problem that everybody should have their eyes open to. Is it's hard to buy a house for. I mean, the average, I think, first-time home buyer is now 39, or I think it hit 40. Is that right? Yeah, really? I'm pretty really? sure it's on the cusp of that. Wow. Well, inflation did a lot of that. A lot of it was caused by inflation. Well, true. And, you know, people sometimes maybe aren't locked into a certain city at that time, so buying into a 30-year mortgage when you may see yourself moving to XYZ state. So the average age of a first-time home buyer in 1990 27 years old. Um, currently, in 2022, per the National Association of Realtors, you know them as NAR. Sure. Uh, it's 36, and that is up from 33 just the year before in 2021. Yeah. My apologies. That? I guess it's getting to that 40 mark, but it has not hit it How about yet. that? Mm-hmm. It's good fun facts for no one tell. Yeah. That's show is educating right now. 37 is why. That's well, 36, 37. Also, to go along with that, people tend to get married a little later now than they used to. And I don't think a lot of single people, there's some, but usually you buy your first house when you get married. I think that's in general the way most people go. Yeah. So if they're getting married a little bit later, it would stand to reason that they're buying homes a little bit later. I would say that's a very small percentage of that number. I think the big percentage is the. I mean, the increase in home prices. Yeah, and mortgage rates. That's what happens in an inflationary period, Darren. You price out the pores. Remember this saying, I live by it. He who has the gold makes the rules. Doug, that's from the Worsen Woods Wacko. He's got the gold. Oh, yeah, no. He who has the gold makes Makes the rules. I'm not begging for houses to go under 200 just so it would be conveniencing for me. I'm just saying that's, you know, what myself and my generation are running into. We're not... I'm not saying everything should be affordable for everybody, but... Mr. Lick says a lot of house poor people live in Warson Woods. Oh, they do. And that's another thing. Being house poor is not something that is a goal of mine either, to be honest. Well, if you're going to be poor in any way, being house poor would be the way to do it. But it's not an automatic... at least you're an asset that's going to 
that should increase in value. I think should is a great, great term that you just said. Most of them do. Not, Most of them do. It's not a guarantee. You got to really bank Woods, on. In Woods, they do. Oh yeah, okay. There's yes, 100% agree that yeah. that tax was ridiculous. Because you'd have to be in a really lousy neighborhood for your home not to increase in value. Over the Just time. in the city in general, you don't know what Tower Grove is going to be. You don't know what the hill is going to be like in yeah. 20 or 30 years. Also, don't buy there. Well, I think you know. Well, the, I know. I get that. The but hill's been the same for 100 years. That's not changing. I shouldn't have brought up the hill, but I'm just I'm just saying there's. You know the the city neighborhoods are great now. You just yeah. they could be better, but I think it kind of shows that maybe they could be worse in yeah. twenty twenty five. Hey years. Tim, real talk. Does every listener who buys a home let you come over and bang out their wife the first night oh. like Longshanks, or is that just our thing, Doug? That's from yeah. the recovering alcoholic from Belleville and Webster Grove. That Not even a bed in there. Every new mortgage, you get a visit from Tim. There's a completely Doug empty Prima yeah, It's not a bad marketing ploy for Ryan <laughs> Kelly. Jackson uh, Braveheart, good or bad? Bad. Whoa! Fake accent. Really? Fake accent. Doug, I'm stunned by that ruling. Uh, I might pull my funding. Really? Yeah. Why did you not like it? Yeah, I, I I didn't watch it when it originally came out, so like I don't like the hype train. Like I knew everything about Mel Gibson after it came out, so it's kind of hard for me to watch it in a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Like if I had watched it when it came out in '95, I probably really liked it, but I I just I don't think it's great. I think like because you don't like Mel Gibson. Well, that's part of it, but I think also it's just kind of I, the anti-Semitic. No, well that, but on top of that, like. Movies like that, that win Best Picture when there's better movies out there, like, get clouded for me. Like, I like Slumdog Millionaire, but because it won Best Picture, like, I then look at it in a certain way. I like Dances with Wolves, but since it beat out Goodfellas, I look at it in a certain way. So that's where my judgment gets clouded. Your credibility is now gone, Jackson. Mm. That's from Maxwell Hung. This cool. son of a bitch! That's oh, from Jeremy Stephen Wildwood. Gosh. Might be getting ready for a mic drop. Mm. Well, Braveheart is in the okay category for me. God, I think it's outstanding. Never I'm surprised by this. Never seen it. Never saw Dancing with the Woods either. <laughs> Dancing the with the Wolves. Not the Woods. Wolves. And Dances with Wolves is fire. That's a flame flame movie. I love that movie. What do you like better, Dancing with the Wolves or Dancing or with the Wolves? Heart. Sounds like a porn offshoot of Dancing Dances with the Woods. With was, wolves. A, was a lumberjack movie what? set in Alaska. What is it? Dancing it's... with the Woods. <laughs> I never seen it. Guys, Braveheart was voted the most inaccurate movie of all time. Thank you. It's some total package. Where do you get that information? I like yeah, that. I what are the top inaccurate movies? That, that is, I would I imagine Rudy would be live. I don't care about inaccuracies in historical movies. That doesn't bother me at all. Oh, Rudy. You got to make, yeah. make a story good. If you want to make a honest retelling to make a documentary. I was in on Rudy until the jerseys on the coach's desk. That's when I was yeah. – that's when I – that's when I turned it Dandified. off. Well, they have to what exaggerate. in the hell they have to is this? in a movie or TV show. I was in until they put him on the defensive line and he got a sack. Virgin, you are dead to me. Braveheart sucks. You kidding? Oh. Your ability to watch moving pictures is about as good as Iggy's ability to balance a checkbook. That's from the Warson Woods uh, Wacko. The fun thing about morning. movies is that you can, every person can interpret and like them differently. So, yeah. again, goodorbad.com is my thoughts. It's not like a final judgment. Well, I know how a certain actor or actress can ruin a movie for you. Right. And if you hate, like, I won't watch a Jane Fonda movie. Because what of what, because, because of what she did in Vietnam. I'm not interested in anything she's got to do, and I could see how Mel Gibson would turn you. Barbarella was before uh, Vietnam. Well, I'm, I won't watch any of them now. 
Clute? Well, I would never support Jane Fonda, no. Yeah, supporting her. You can watch a movie and don't like her. Well, that's kind of supporting A lot of people I don't I'm like, not, I watch I'm their not, movies. I don't, want to, I don't want to see her face. I Why? She's to. attractive. Still good looking. Well, what she did to the to the guys in Vietnam, I'm not interested in anything she's well, got to do. A lot of do. people did that. That was back in the day where everybody you know, hated the war. Not a lot of other people went to Hanoi and sided with the North Vietnamese. Not a lot of people did that. She did it. Well, everybody who burned their draft friend. cards basically did the same thing. No, they didn't. No. Well, you said, I'm not going to fight for my country. You, know, you read of what Jane Fonda did. No, I don't need to read. I watch her movies. <laughs> hey, yeah, why would you want to know what she did? I don't need to read. I watch her movies. I'm saying, I can't watch her. And I, I know what she and did and in Vietnam. A lot Mel of people Gibson. dislike her for that. If she, he can't watch Mel Gibson, I get it. There's certain actors I, you don't want to see. I can't listen to one Kanye lyric anymore. First of all, I think he's overrated. One of the most overrated MCs in the game. Doug, do you think Kanye is one of the most overrated MCs? Overhype, overrated, has terrible style of fashion, but you slap his name on it and boom, <laughs> sells a billion. Yeah. Those foam runners suck, dude. What They're terrible. They're not even comfy. What are you saying to me? So I'm, I'm What's with a you. foam runner? I'm with what? you guys. <laughs> I ain't back in... I'm back I'd buy a pair of Wheezies if I could afford them. Wheezies. Yeezys. Yeezys. <laughs> I don't want a pair of Wheezies. Wheezy, a tribute, of course, to George Jefferson's wife. Yeah. And she got a shoe line here. Mm -hmm. That company recently. has since been shut down. And Wheezy is also the penguin from Toy Story. That's true. The one with the broken... Who played Wheezy really? in Toy Story? Uh -huh. what, what's a foam runner? <laughs> It's a Kanye shoe. I'll show you right now. It's a tennis shoe? <laughs> a sneaker. You ever get Kardashian back? Are they back together yet? Kim Kardashian and Kanye? No, Kanye has a new wife. He's what? He has a new wife. He's married already? Doug, will you tell me like if these are the ugliest oh, shoes? And they're like $700. <laughs> oh. Wasn't he just tweeting out a couple months ago that he hmm. wanted her back? He they're tweets like, a lot of stuff. Those shoes look like uh, Crocs going bad. Jackson sounds more sad than usual. Did he fire another 98 again this weekend? That's from the 636. Jackson, Jackson, I thought your game was trending back in the right direction. Yeah, it's been a lot better recently. For sure. He had a tidy 78 at Gateway. Is that correct? Very yeah. little tidy 78. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm fine. I just did, I don't like Braveheart. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I've seen, the vitriol I've seen in the text line has it. Like, I've never seen this. I just I didn't like Braveheart. People oh, are you're, getting, you're getting killed for the uh, Braveheart oh, take? Oh, yeah. Like, like, really badly. <laughs> oh, nice. Well, <laughs> stand by the take, man. I just I I said Bill Russell I sucks. I don't think it's great. I think the I'm 90s sure. were a great time for movies. I don't think Braveheart is one of the things. You think you're in danger of losing the website now, good or bad? No. Because, I mean, who who is it from who? It's, well, my, 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 uh, mind. my Tam Avenue Capital partners are coming in, and we're thinking about acquiring. Yeah, you might be canceled. Yeah. You only own 20% right now. You only own right now. Your funding. <laughs> It's to each to each their own. What they like, I think guarantee. I'm one of the few people that huh. think the final season of a Succession sucked. Wow, take. Mm -hmm. Wow, that was a take. There's a lot of people going to disagree with that, but that's just my. What take. didn't you like, bro? Uh, well, I didn't like uh, everything after episode four. Just put it that way. Oh, don't. Oh, I'm on episode six. Well, you've already seen episode four. <laughs> yeah, I know, you've seen but oops you're past well, you said we were going to talk about it. Well, I thought you were going to bring up some ideas. Well, you know what happened in episode four. Yeah, you know, I thought you were going to go. In After no that, idea. it's just it yeah. was stupid. The dialogue is stupid. I mean, uh, what's the name? Shiv can't even talk anymore. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. Uh, 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 what, what? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 uh. uh. It does it's, sound like a terrible it's show. It's just basically <laughs> just mumbling from her. So it's, it's... You know who the best character is the side no. character? Greg is one of my favorites. I agree with that. And then the Frank, Jerry, and 
What's the Carl? Carl, that 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 trio right there is Carl is one of the funniest dudes because they all try to save their job. Yeah. I like them way more than I like Ken. And I know Kendall did a lot to get into character. He's a wimpy little bitch. You got Roman, who's all talk. Shiv kind of is like a shell of herself. I like Greg and those other three. Those are the ones that are made the show. For Don't me. spoil Succession, Jesus! That's from Big Tuft. No, I haven't spoiled. What is what is the statute of limitations on? We're, we're talking about the dialogue and what Iggy said. I don't even know is word for word from the show or not. <laughs> All I said was that it Doesn't sucked. Like I didn't give anything away. What was the dialogue again that you don't like? She, well, she didn't have any dialogue. She just mumbled and kept saying, yeah, um, yeah, no, yeah, no, uh, 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 yeah, you too, uh. Yeah, that doesn't sound like that good show to me. <laughs> Who was the writer for, they must have done Game of Thrones, too. Jesse Armstrong? I mean, this show is, like, critically <laughs> acclaimed. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. tend to disagree That's that Sarah Snook yeah. has stumbled <laughs> through the last season. I think she's incredible. Yeah. Might win an Emmy. No, I didn't think she was that good. I thought That's fair. Hey, it's everyone's it opinion. It took three and a half years to figure out what Greg even did. I mean, the guy would just go in the office with a suit and tie on and, hey, can I keep your secret? I'll, I'll shred him for you. Uh, hi, hi, Grandpa. He's learning. Hi, Grandpa. He turned down $250 million to stay working. He didn't even have a job. He wasn't even doing anything. He was, uh, what's his name's butt boy? I love oh. Tom. He'll go to everybody. I'm just here to serve. I'm just here to serve. That's that's a cockroach. That's a guy that can survive everything. Yeah, well, but I'm not finished yet. The end. I haven't finished yet. Well, but I'm excited so about long. it. I want to do a Pepper and Genie episode on this. Well, I have like things. <laughs> what things? To do. <laughs> Three dogs and. He's got a life to lead. Yeah, I, I, I do. I, I, got a, I got things I've had to do the last week and a half. But. I've opened up free time today. Jackson, three straight texts saying wasn't Braveheart critically acclaimed. Yeah, I'm not. I'm saying that like I understand that I am on the wrong side of history when it comes to not liking Braveheart. I just can't help myself and say I don't like it that much. I think it's too long, and I, I just it's not for me. All right. And I know Jackson, this may not be your take. This is my take. The fake accents really get me in a three-hour movie. It like it it, it just sounds. Fake, and I realize that you can't get a perfect actor that has the perfect accent for the movie you want. But bro, <sighs> and that's Shiv, a tough one for me. And to if get Shiv around. wins an Emmy for uh, this portrayal, I will uh, never watch another Emmy Awards presentation ever. Oh no! Don't say that. <laughs> Putting them on notice. Hey, listen, everyone's got an opinion, man. Yeah. Shout out to Sarah Snook, though, my queen. Clip that off. And that, and that shoe? <laughs> like that? Yeah. Shout oh, out yeah, she... Snook, my queen. What's that? What did that mean? It was a little odd from four, but I do think he's right. She is good. How do you guys have time to watch every single thing that's on HBO and Netflix? I don't have a wife for kids. Every show. Yeah, I don't have kids, or I didn't have a job that kept me up till midnight every day. I got a job that gets me out of here at 10. And so you just that go home and watch Yeah, that, that, that really, that just answered it right there. I, you know, if I don't play golf, I go home and I maybe make a Braunschweiger sandwich. And... Oh, God. What a day. Brown Schweiger sandwich. <laughs> oh, is that a spread or is that like a lunch no, meat? Fricks. What did that mean? The that's word, that's the brand name, Fricks. Fricks lunch meats. I get Fricks. Because uh, I've never seen a boar's head uh, Brown Schweiger. I get boar's head. Is but... it like a lunch meat? It's like <clears throat> bologna or something? Yes, and it comes in a. 
I've heard it. I just I, I never... slice it and I put it on bread mm. with some uh, onions mm. and some ketchup. Ooh. What's it taste like? Oh God! I feel like I can Horrible. feel the vomit comet coming. Just a word itself, Braunschweiger. No. <laughs> what are you getting against German lunch meats? <laughs> it sounds like it's some sort of. It sounds like an intestinal disease or something. <laughs> No, it's very. There used to be something. I gotta that go made. to the doctor. I got brown schweiger <laughs> all over my intestines. There used to be something they made that <clears throat> I can't find it anymore. Schnooks, but it was called river sausage. No, that sounds horrible too. <laughs> and it came like that, but it, it had different taste to it. And it was so good. Nobody makes river sausage anymore. Just the name is was is a turnoff. How about liverwurst? You like liverwurst? No, that sounds horrible too. Similar to Braunschweiger. <laughs> What's it made of? Is it pork or yeah, beef? Pork and beef. And entrails? Is it mm. the guts of the animals? What is it? Oh, Bill. What is you it? You don't like it, you don't like it. Go to Cousin Hugo's. That's like a delicacy there. Braunschweiger and onions. Oh. It's one of their big sellers. Cousin Hugo's in Maplewood? Yeah, I don't know if it's still there. but It's still there. Yeah. They had a big shooting there way back in the 70s. Right? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I was dating the bartender. Well, of course. <laughs> He probably got her something from Glenn Betts mm -hmm. Jewelers because they've been in business in St. Louis since 1941 and now operated by the third and fourth generation of the Betts family. The Glenn Betts difference is you are served personally, not sold. Glenn Betts Jewelers develops relationships through generations of your family, too. They get to know your likes, lifestyle, and who and what you love. The three L's. It's GlennBettsJewelers.com, located one mile east of 270 on Manchester and De Pere. In the jewelry business, there is good, there is better, and then... There is Betts. The Betts family passion for serving their customers has been passed down from generation to generation. It's Glenn Betts Jewelers, and it's something that you probably should take some time and think about. Doug, we were talking about the home market. Ryan Kelly can help you out if you are looking for yeah. a home. He's online at thehomeloanexpert.com. Hopefully uh, you can get in touch with him, and he's not eating brown schweiger. Right, that's correct. A type of liver sausage. Okay. What the? Mm. To each their own. <clears throat> well, if you can survive your brown schweiger and you're looking for a home, Ryan <laughs> Kelly is right there to take care of you. Yes. If you're thinking of buying a home, the process not as complicated as you might think. With the Home Loan Expert, they make the pre-approval process so very easy for you. Get pre-approved today, the day you call in, and they will also provide a lower rate with a 10-day closing guarantee. As we talked about a little earlier, there aren't a whole lot of houses on the market. So when one pops up in an area that uh, you are interested in, uh, you see a house, it's your, your dream house, go ahead. Make sure you're pre-approved with the home loan expert so you can make an offer that very day. Somebody else probably will. Get yourself pre-approved. It is very important in today's crazy market. You know, lenders have different rates. You got to rate shop around. The home loan expert cannot be touched with his rate or his service. And they also take great care of the veterans. They've got that hero loan. You can buy a house with zero down using your VA benefits at HeroLoan.com. Thank you, Ryan Kelly. Thank you, Sir Mortgage. Now back to your brown Schweiger sandwich. And you can enjoy a home once you get it from Jeff Lotman of Lotman Realty. He's with Compass Realtors, and he is a loyal TMA listeners, uh, listener and would love to help our listeners either buy a home or sell their home. And, of course, once you get the home, you go to thehomeloanexpert.com. He's been in real estate in St. Louis for 22 years with over half a billion dollars in sales. Mm. And he was recently featured in the Wall Street Journal for selling the most expensive home in St. Louis. He'll never turn down a referral, no matter the price. Luxury is much more about the experience than the price 
And Lotman Realty treats all their clients the same way. Just go to jefflotman.com. Support the sponsors. Jeff's a listener. J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. And start working with Jeff Lotman. He can connect buyers and sellers in other cities across the globe. It's Jeff Lotman Realty. Jeff Lotman.com, J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com, J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. That's it, Jeff Lotman. Mm-hmm. Think about that. What are you thinking right now? I'm thinking I want to buy a house from him. What about Larry Nickel? Yeah, Larry can move in with us. Nice. Larry, uh, you going to move in with Doug? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> All right. I may not have a spare bedroom anyway, Get Larry. a wing. Sorry. That's okay, Doug. Okay, so how are you, Larry? I'm doing fine. Good. What happened on the presentation last evening? Well, to kick off the show, we were supposed to have a World Heavyweight Championship Open Challenge, but Ben Balor had to throw a monkey wrench, <coughs> throw a monkey oh. wrench in those plans. Yeah. Think about that. Okay, so that what was the monkey cool. wrench? Uh, Ben Balor jumped him from behind. Mm. That's it? <laughs> yeah. Doesn't that then... always happen in wrestling? Somebody gets jumped from behind? The referee the gets knocked out. blocked, yeah. The referees have glass jaws. Every time they get hit, I mean, they go down and they stay down. This was before the match even happened. Oh, sick. so no referee involved this time. No. And then Ben Balor... Kicked the whole you-know-what out of him, oh, out of Seth Rollins. Yeah. To the point we had to go to the hospital, mm-hmm. or as they call it on wrestling, local medical facility. <laughs> and, what is and Local medical facility. <laughs> Kay Ballard, an actress at one point? Kay Parker. No, I said Finn Ballard. Oh, okay. I thought I said Kay Ballard. No, Finn Kay Ballard. Ballard. Is somebody playing an instrumental piano behind me this morning? What the hell was that? I am watching a show, a show called The Closer. Okay. Don't be an emotional scene right now. <laughs> Jordan, Hicks. Jordan, Jordan Hicks yeah. biopic. But anyway, Coke. let's get back to what I called about, which is wrestling. Okay. Nice. What else happened? <clears throat> the main event was a six-man tag team match. Woot! <laughs> on one side, there's a Judgment Day, Finn Balor, who I talked about earlier. He was in the hospital. Yeah, what happened to him? He got out of the local medical facility. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he's got to get out of, out of that local <laughs> medical facility. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be in Florida tonight to defend his World Heavyweight Championship against Barn Breaker. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, get back to the six man tag match. Finn Balor. Damian Priest, who was in the Man's Money in the Bank ladder match, and Dominic Mysterio. And they went up against the team of Cody Rhodes and the undisputed tag team champions, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. And of, co- and, of course, the ladder team I said, Cody Rhodes, Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens, they won the match clean. You want it clean, did they? <laughs> yes, he did. Okay. Larry, you have the top five countries in the world at your disposal. Yes, I do, Tim. Thanks for asking. Love to hear them. Yeah. Number five is Guatemala. Huh. Guatemala. Fun. Okay. Number four, Honduras. Doug, Central America. Okay. 
Number three, Mexico. Okay. Number two, Canada. Number one, United States of America. Wow. Big week for the Western Hemisphere. Yeah, fun yeah. to see the Western Hemisphere mm-hmm. fully take over. GDP up. It's a sweep. Uh, Larry, God bless you, and uh, God bless these United States of America. Yeah, God bless America. There he is. All right, next watching the closer in an emotional uh, episode, a very special edition. Uh, Chris Schaefer is the uh, three-time world championship barbecue-winning uh, pit master at Heavy Smoke. Heavy Smoke is right off of I-70 in St. Peter's at Cave Springs Exit on the Outer Road. Chris's meat is the most succulent, slow-cooked, perfect party your mouth has ever experienced, Bill. Homemade sides. He is a barbecue genius. Check it out. Heavy Smoke, I-70 in St. Peter's at the Cave Springs Exit. Or go to HeavySmokeBBQ.com and have Chris cater your party. It's Heavy Smoke BBQ. New sponsor here on TMA online at HeavySmokeBBQ.com. That's Heavy Smoke with Chris Schaefer at I-70 in the Cave Springs Exit in St. Peter's online at HeavySmokeBBQ.com. Oh, my word, those homemade sides. Oh, my word. Those homemade sides. That's exactly right. Chris Schaefer, Heavy Smoke, BBQ. All right, we will close out our Munganass, St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. You are welcome to give your thoughts on the program by calling in like Larry Nickel did, 636-9004-TMA, by emailing in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com, and by texting in the EDF group text inbox 314-881-TMA5. We are in the Michelob Ultra Studios, and Michelob Ultra has 95 calories and 2.6 grams of carbohydrate. Sponsor of the Dotem, sponsor of the J. Randolph Jr. Fan Page Club Championship, and the Lemmings Open. There's going to be some news on the Lemmings Open There's coming news. your way. There's going to be. Nice. I'll yield to the uh, sales staff on uh, whenever that will be announced, but I know that there is news you can use on the Lemmings Open. News you can use. That's one of the... Uh... Triple Crown events in the Shishawali Golf Tour. That's correct. Yep. Nobody's ever won the Grand Slam, in no. part because there's only three events. Right, so you can't really win a Grand Slam. You're going to Triple Crown. That's right, Triple Crown, though. Yeah. Triple Crown. Uh, Michelob Ultra, sponsor of our studios, and the Dotem, the J. Randolph Jr. Fan Page Club Championship, and the Lemmings Open. We'll close out the Mugganass St. Louis Hack, your Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. This is the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios.